everything starts within. The secret to true transformation. Most of us look outside of ourselves for the answers when making lasting changes. We try diets, new workouts, and self-help books, but they all seem to fall short. The secret to true transformation lies within. In this video, Cindy Marie discusses the importance of mindset work and how to create lasting changes. Watch now for tips and inspiration, and you're about to go on a wellness-driven ride. the same after we learned our 21-year-old daughter, Kristen, was murdered by her ex-boyfriend. It's a parent's worst nightmare. How much did we really know about domestic violence back then? Clearly not enough. Now we know plenty. We know domestic violence, or DV, can happen to anyone. One in three women suffer physical violence at the hands of intimate partners during their lifetimes. One in three. I'm Bill Mitchell, host of the When Dating Hurts podcast. And my interviews with DV counselors, law enforcement, and especially actual DV survivors give the pandemic of domestic violence the attention it deserves. The When Dating Hurts podcast. It's a series of lives being saved. Let me introduce our incredible guest today. Her name is Cindy Marie, and she was born in South Africa and raised in the Philippines and Indonesia. Her personal and career life evolved in Singapore, and she is currently based in Spain and continues pursuing her biggest mission and purpose in life. She has multi-diverse cultures within her and the humble beginnings where she but belittled the country she's from, her color and her credentials. Because of that, she has fought so hard to be seen, recognized, and appreciate her value. Until she realized that everything has to start from within. The journey taught her to be resilient and over time embrace her authenticity and uniqueness so that the gift embedded within her slowly begins to shine out. And self-esteem and self-confidence boost on its own. To set an example and share more of that gift with people who need her most, transform and empower more people's lives. She's an environmentalist and a philanthropist by heart. Her biggest mission and purpose is to make an impact and contribute even small actions to make our planet better than we found it. Please help me welcome Cindy Marie. Yay! Thank you so much, April. That's wonderful. You're welcome. Thank you for being on the Wellness Driven Life Show. Thank you. Thank you. I'm super excited. <laughs> well, tell us, I know that we got a little snippet of your biography, but tell us more. Sure. Um, just to, I think, to continue what you have mentioned earlier, um, what most people don't know about me is that I was a people pleaser. So you mentioned earlier that I was born in South Africa and I was the only one who's born outside the Philippines. And uh, my mom tried her very best to document everything so I could she could flew or bring me back to Philippines. And, you know, when I was younger, I have no idea during that time, I think five to 
six to 13 years of age that uh, whenever I'm having this conflict with my siblings, they're going to give me some statements that really stuck in my mind. Those are, you, you are different. You don't belong. Uh, you have a different father. You, you are adopted. Oh. And um, also, you, you don't belong. You're adopted. And uh, something within that, you know, statements and you know when you're younger you don't even know what's that supposed to be mean but over time with the behavior and action of those people around you started to realize oh that's what it meant so I started to realize when you know when my late aunties or great uh, grandma or my mom will have some of my siblings favorite and none of them actually favorited me so I'm like oh so that's the meaning of I don't belong. And I felt mm. like, how can I be belong then? You know, I want to be loved. You know, when you're younger, you want that attention, right? And so all of this feeling has uh, extended all the way to my um, mid-30s. And But what's so interesting, even though I was a people pleaser back then, I've already have this attitude of being good negotiator and my story with that, uh, it was in university. I was having this strong feeling with this guy and the mutual was, uh, I mean, the feeling was mutual. However, when, she, when he wanted to pursue this to the next level, he asked a permission to my late auntie and she said, allow her to finish first and whatever that happens and then you can do whatever you want. Uh, I was so disappointed of course I was so sad and even the guy he didn't do anything he just accepted it and you know I felt like okay I don't want to disappoint my auntie but at the same time I have to do something that I'm not happy with that side of my story what can I do to make my other side of story happy and I was doing a lot of extracurricular activities back then and so I made a condition with my auntie like I told her that, okay, I'm going to accept this, but you're going to allow me to do my extracurricular activities with no problem because I was already doing the singing and dancing outside the university as well. And I was part in the band. So I was the singer and you know that it could be troublesome because you have to, you have to leave home late and you come in the middle of the day. But then that actually brought me to really build my confidence because I was already exposed at a young age, like even five years old or six, because I already started singing back then. So it really boosted my confidence. But at the same time, I don't have that strong self-esteem. So I had this conversation, one of my interviews, I mentioned that there's a difference between self-esteem and self-confidence. It has to be hand in hand. You can be confident, but you're not comfortable with your own being, you know? Mm. And that was me before, that I have created that self-confidence. I'm so great at this. But at the same time, I was a pleaser. And until one, one day, like... It happened in the in the Singapore because I told you, and you mentioned this uh, on the introduction that um, I have fought so hard to prove myself, to prove my worth in this company because I have been working in a multinational companies, and I felt like despite of showing them, proving them, I still felt like it's not enough. I'm not enough, and you know that feeling when you're younger, that you have that trauma, that you're not enough. So I finally told myself at that point that this is it. It's not going to help me anymore to keep on pleasing people. I'm just not sure why, but I think at point, you know, when you, are, you have a calling, somehow at some point, the universe or the God will give you a certain situation that you will definitely just surrender. And at that mm -hmm. point, when I quit, because um, I remember this uh, person or the, my manager at that time, this person was telling me that, you know, once you quit, your visa, your working visa will no longer valid. Therefore, that you got to go back to your country. Mm -hmm. And I felt really, you know, like, yeah, I understand that. But 
that person wasn't aware that I have already planned in the processing of moving to Spain. <laughs> anyway, so when I quit, I have no backup plan. Yeah. I just mentioned to my boyfriend, now my husband, that I, I, I just need to reflect. I need my space to really look into what do I really want to do? What is it really that the universe or God is telling me to do next? And, you know, there's so many things or characteristics that I have that I couldn't understand. Like I've always been mistaken of speaking the truth. You know, people know me or see me as very confident, but I'm also struggling behind the seat of my be being a people pleaser until I said, what is it that's my gift? And I realized that being authentic, being unique, being different and being speaking the truth, that actually already my gifts. I'm just not allowing that to, to accept and finally embracing that and share that. To, to people who needed me most. And so when I started to embrace my authenticity, um, slowly but surely, things happening, things showing up, for example, the Empower Your Life show that I have created in the peak of pandemic, uh, I always have high empathy and compassion with people. And with seeing people having this anxiety, depression, it's just killing me. And I told myself, I've got to do something. I don't know what, I don't know how, but just create that something. And that's how Empower Your Life show born. In the beginning, it actually meant to be only myself. I share people, my experiences, my stories on how to empower people's lives. But then I was actually challenged by one of the podcasters that no longer doing anything with, with this podcast. Um, this person told me, oh, I think if you're going to speak the truth, it's going to be challenging for people to take you or listen to you. And again, I'm being tested of speaking the mm. truth. But that didn't really... Uh, you know, put me down. That actually make me feel more, I've got to change. Okay, that's fine. I listen to you. So what can I do so people can listen to or watch my Empower Your Life show easier? And that's how, you know, seeing people adapting with the changes. And I see my ex-colleagues uh, transferring one company to another or building their own businesses. And I said, okay, well, Let's interview people then, those people who decided to make a change, shift from one company to another or shift from company to making their own businesses. However, eventually it has changed because obviously Empower Your Life is a true reflection of myself that now I am here as a coach. I navigate and I, I'm a tool for people to really transform their lives to whatever business or career or personal life that they're working on. And I said, well, let's bring the leaders, the entrepreneurs, social entrepreneurs, change makers, light workers, <laughs> you name it, to bring awareness that whatever success or whatever journey that you're taking to be a successful person, there's a lot of work behind that. And this is why I bring all these people to bring more of their stories, practices, and principles, just so people be aware that don't be caught up with the social media because social media mostly is just part of what they're doing or mostly could be created. So that's that's what I created with Empower Your Life. And now, you know, navigating a people's a journey to really have that clarity or being conscious. And April, I'm a very ambitious person in a good way. And yeah. I told myself... <laughs> Okay, well, I'm a podcast host. I'm a coach. What else can I do of putting it all in? I said, okay, I've been really, really wanting to be a public speaker, even when mm -hmm. I was younger. Um, and so I have a story to express. I have a story to share. I can empower people's lives. And I've been practicing and honing that to engage my story. And I said, well, okay, well, how can you be authentic and unique? And I said, I don't want to let go of my singing. So I told myself, okay, if there's will be an invitation for speaking in public or online, 
I'm going to include my singing because that's who is Cindy Marie is, is all about. And oh. that's my story. And that's what I've been doing now, April. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So Cindy, I was always enthralled by your story when we first got together and had a little chat. I was very enthralled in your story. And you Thank have you. definitely, I know that you enjoy speaking of resiliency, and that is such a huge factor um, and word that we utilize with the experiences that you've had since a young child yes. and moving on into your young adult life and then into adults. So thank you so much for sharing some of that. And I'm really looking forward to maybe getting some song out of you today. <laughs> Because if you are looking to hit the stage with song, I would love to see what does that look like for you? So let's, let's go to our first commercial. And then when we come back, let's hit a little bit more on the resiliency factor and what that means to you and some of the things that we can do. Stay awesome. tuned. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Candy Apple Advocacy, the podcast for parents who want to advocate for their children's education. I'm Jim Mallard, and I'm here with my wife, Tabby. We've been through the trenches of raising kids in the school system and know how tough it can be, but we also know how essential it is to advocate for your child and their education. That's why we started this podcast, to share our experiences and insights with other parents to help them become more effective advocates for their children. On this podcast, we'll talk about everything from general education, general school advice, the school choices you have available to you, different education styles, individualized education plans, 504s, and all those key terms that you've heard but don't know what they are. We'll talk to experts. We'll also talk to parents and hear their stories. We'll share our stories with you and give you tools you need to be a strong advocate for your child and yourself. Whether you're a new parent or have been in the game for a while, we invite you to join our community. Let's advocate together. Hi, I'm April Hove, the Managing Director of the Fort Worth, Texas chapter of eWomen Network. I'm so excited that you stopped to watch this video. I've got good news for you. You have just discovered an international network of women entrepreneurs who are committed to helping you achieve, succeed, and prosper. We are on a mission to help 1 million women entrepreneurs each achieve $1 million in annual revenue. Here at eWomen Network, we have a complete success system that supports you every step of the way in building and growing your business. You being here right now is no accident. We're supposed to know about you. We want to meet you to find out how we can help you as well as learn about what you have to offer. With over 500,000 women connecting through 118 chapters across the US, Canada, Australia, and the UK, you are never alone. If this is resonating with you, please go to eWomenNetwork.com slash Fort Worth. Notice too, my contact information. I invite you to reach out to me and check out our upcoming in-person and online events. I am really looking forward to introducing you to our community. Uh, welcome back. So I really want to know what are, because your story, you've got so many trials and tribulations involved in, in growing up. And I'm a firm believer in through those experiences, it just gives us this boost and encourages us to find a different way, show up in a mm -hmm. different way, which is what called resiliency. And so Tell me a little bit more about what are some tips and tricks for people who are, are needing to <laughs> tap into that resiliency factor. Sure. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to recall myself. Uh, one of the factors that really helped me to be resilient in all challenging events that happened in my life, I would say being optimistic. Mm -hmm. Um one of the interviews that I had actually helped me to recall who actually from my family members uh, influenced me to be optimistic. And that was my uh, gra late grandma. So she's always happy, despite that we don't have much, but she will always provide us something with 
her smile, her laughter, mm-hmm. her dance moves, and that Damn, embedded, yeah, <laughs> that embedded with me, you know, um, that in life you always have a choice to make, and I always believe in that. Yeah. That if you choose to be pessimistic of your life it's very likely that you're going to attract more negativity. But if you choose the optimism, the very likely you have more opportunities to grow, to learn. And, and of course, it's a lot of pain as well that you're going to experience, but that's the beauty of pain. Uh, it's a gift, actually, for whatever pain that you encounter in your life. It's a gift if you see it that way. So most of us, we see it as uh, we are the victim, right? We are in prison yeah. of all the circumstances. But what I have learned in my life is see all the things that are happening in your life as a learning growth, as a gift. What is it in that situation, let's say, it triggered you some pain? Maybe because the situation is asking you to forgive some situation. Maybe the situation is asking you to for, forgive or heal the person that caused you pain. I mean, I, I experienced that before many times. I mean, I thought that before doing with the coaching, I have forgiven many people that caused me pain. But then doing that coaching, that really developing your self-awareness, that will be the time that I realized, oh, my God, despite that being optimistic, I still have that pain within me that I haven't let go and forgive other people. So first thing is really about optimism. And second is will be, you know, how do you respond with all of these things that are happening in your life? And many of us choose to be on the negative, but many of us also, just to let you know that we are all subconscious with our decision. We always think that we don't have a choice, but because we don't know ourselves so well, this is why being conscious of who we are is very vital, And that takes a lot of work, all right? But um, I think understanding and accepting first that we have a choice in every situation that's happening in our lives is a good enough to moving forward. And then the second thing or the third thing will be really developing your self-awareness. What do you really want? Who Who are you? Like, what is your, what's your interest? Like, when people, when you are not surrounded by anybody, what do you love to do? What always things that trigger you? What are those things that inspire you? You know, without the, without the influence of other people. Because one of the things that I've learned over time that being a people pleaser, I, co- I, was, I conditioned myself from what the society is telling me to do. Yeah, I want to I talk a little bit more about that. Cindy Marie, because I think that, I think that a lot of people struggle with that, that they, they are this people pleaser and they, they show up so much outside of themselves for everybody else and don't really concentrate on, on them. And, and where there's such a high importance of taking care of ourselves and taking care of ourselves first in order to even show up for anyone else. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, with that statement that you mentioned, April, we couldn't blame ourselves because that's how we've been raised as well. You know, in the beginning, I thought I was blaming people people who raised me this way and that way. But then I realized that the moment that you can shift your perspective, the moment that you own everything that's happening in your life, it's a powerful, it's a gift for yourself that I can't blame anybody now. The moment that you are aware. Yeah. That when you're uh, aware. Key, that's key words key. here. It's, it's owning not blaming anymore and being aware of that. And I love that. Thank you. You're welcome. You can continue <laughs> on in that. Keep going. I didn't mean to interrupt. I, no, I'm, 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 I'm just saying because um, there's a true power of really investing of knowing yourself. Mm-hmm. A lot of us, 
don't like to do that first is because a lot of work. It's an inner work that we have a lot of judgment to ourselves. We have a lot of criticism with ourselves. But what people don't know that the moment that we invest for self-awareness within ourselves, we realize that the self-love, the self-care, speaking gently to ourselves, we deserve that. And that moment when we know that we can do that to ourselves, we can also express that outside. Because we know that for us, it's the golden rule, right? How you want to be treated, you treat to yourself first. You give it to yourself first so you can give it back to other people. And it, it goes back to the self-awareness. This is why I'm so passionate of speaking about the self-awareness, the resiliency, and being optimistic. So the, the, the summary of that will be you can be unstoppable. Mm. So I want to ask you, we're going to go to another commercial, but I really want to go into, Cindy Marie, when, when was the time that you really started seeing, sensing, feeling, healing? And I ask that because you, you know the work that you need to do for yourself and with the amount of trauma that you've experienced throughout your life, you know how that shows up in our bodies mm. and how we show up internally, externally. So when we come back from this commercial, I want to know, when did you start seeing the healing within? Stay tuned. With key ingredients supported by over 80 clinical trials, the exclusive formulation of the Bella Grace Collagen Elixir is changing lives everywhere. Ingesting collagen peptides alone is not very helpful. This is where most collagen products fall short and where Bella Grace changes everything. Unlike other collagen products, the Bella Grace Collagen Elixir controls the gene switches which activate collagen creation and disables the enzymes that break down the matrix. Bella Grace Collagen Elixir contains Verisol, the world's best and most clinically studied form of collagen. These elite collagen peptides influence the skin's collagen metabolism directly from the inside. Nature's most powerful antioxidant. 6,000 times more potent than vitamin C, Astereal Astaxanthin prevents the activation of gene switches that drive inflammation and activates the gene switch responsible for cellular repair and longevity, forming bridges across cell membranes, protecting them from free radical attack. Amazonian Cat's Claw suppresses the enzymes that degrade collagen and our skin matrix caused by oxidants and inflammation. It simply turns the switch off. The world's most studied collagen, plus activating the genes that make collagen, plus switching off the genes that break down collagen, has resulted in something the world has never experienced. The Bella Grace Collagen Elixir. Start your 30-day Bella Grace Challenge today. Ever heard of stoicism? Chances are, if you have, you've heard of stoicism with a lowercase s and not stoicism with an uppercase s. Lone wolves, no emotions, antisocial behavior, cold, indifference, all that is stoicism with a lowercase s. Stoicism with an uppercase s is the ancient Greek philosophy and virtue ethics framework that centers on service to the cosmopolis, to include your family, friends, community, and planet, and the development of a good moral character. My name is Tanner Campbell, and I'm the host of Practical Stoicism, a three-times-a-week podcast teaching stoic principles and concepts to anyone interested. 
through the exploration of texts and deep dives into various moral topics. You can find Practical Stoicism where you're already listening to podcasts by searching for Practical Stoicism or by going to stoicismpod.com. I invite you to give it a listen today. You just might like it. You can find out more about Bella Grace in the link in the description below. Now, Cindy Marie, tell me um, what and when and how, what did it look like? How do you feel? Are you still on that journey? Tell me about the healing that you have gone through and experienced on this journey. I think it really started um, when I, I quit that job. Why I kept on saying that? Because that was the start. That was the start when the universe was telling me, I think, uh, that Cindy Marie, this is the time for you. You've been stubborn. You are different, you know. Um, so one story is about that, how I felt in that company. But when I quit and I started to embrace my real me, you know, April, what happened is that I shared earlier the speaking the truth. Speaking the truth also started to lead me to a path whereby those people who I'm close with back then, they started to dis dis disappear. And this mm. happening during my, um, uh, like close to my wedding in Bulgaria. And I started to feel like, why all of these people started to disappear just for me because I'm speaking the truth. And I actually became like the enemy of the group, the mean, because I have the, the, the gut, the courage to say the truth. And then it was so painful for me, April. I felt so abandoned. Mm -hmm. Abandoned word for me is so heavy. Whenever I felt that, I felt always feel crying because, again, that bringing you back to the childhood trauma that you're not belong. Yeah. And because of that situation, it brought me back to my childhood memory. Like, oh, my God, I feel abandoned again. And there's just something within me. I think being optimistic also allowed me to continue. You know, many people telling me, I don't believe that you, you can be so sad. You can be so down. You can be so disappointed or angry. I said, oh, because you only see the other picture of me or you only see the other side of me. But I have gone through so many things, which I'm sharing it now to the listeners or to the viewers, that that was the point. And I didn't realize that until actually I... I I told myself that I just need to get out Singapore. That was the decision I told myself that I want to get out of here. I don't know how, but I really want to get out because I really want to spread my wings finally to really show who I am. And I just felt that Singapore is no longer the place for me. And I was so grateful that my husband and myself, we are so aligned that he also wanted to get out Singapore. And a lot of people find it very courageous for me to move out because I've been there for 13 years. You know, you're going to start from scratch. And I'm very, very adventurous. This is why I have that tagline in my website because I am really adventurous. I'm going to try everything just to really allow myself. Where can I be if I so, move there? <laughs> let, me, let me ask you, um, because I think that you've hit on hit on a lot of really powerful points. And you said that when you started feeling that that healing time that people in your life started leaving as you were living in your truth, and expressing that people were falling away. Yes. And then outside of that, you decided that you were going to to leave the country that you were established in rooted in in order to begin anew yes and i think that there's a lot of power in that and i think you're correct it is scary and that <laughs> is a brave thing to do and not a lot of people do that but what would you say about that as maybe a recommendation to consider 
I think if you want to grow, I mean, as uh, I think one of the adage or the phrase, they say that if you're not going to allow yourself to keep on growing, you're almost killing yourself. Mm. So I'm a big believer to be a lifelong learner. So I always allow myself to learn. I always allow myself to explore because through that exploration, you wouldn't know your potential, right? And it doesn't have to be, I mean, my move was really huge. You don't have to, one of the things I've learned over time is that you don't have to move out the country because if you're keeping that pain, for me, I, when I left the country, I reach out to all the people that cause me pain because I want to heal. I want to be the first one to seek forgiveness. So I, I told them, forgive me for what I have done to you. And I did that through audio messages. So it's more, it's more you know, intentional and, and connected. And after that, I told myself, whatever that is, if people didn't respond back to me, I'm fine. But I just needed that. Yeah. So you're saying part of your healing journey was really, truly, actually reaching out to to your family, your friends, your loved ones, to the people that you have had interactions with throughout your life and experiences with that, you know, weren't the greatest. And um, and you set a, a goal with yourself that you weren't going to allow it to affect you however it, it was going to turn out. Yeah. And that's, listen, that's amazing. It's not easy, but this no. is why for me, I always tell people that you don't have to do exactly what I do because I'm an extreme person. I can tell you that, mm -hmm. but not everyone is the same like me. So I teach or I've, I've uh, encouraged people to take step by step. Yeah. You know, like if you can't do such thing, then try something. So, for example, a lot of people could be really anxious of putting themselves on social media, right? If you are not comfortable of doing that yet, express it into in the, in the photo. Express it into caption, whatever you want. But just have a growth step by step because and be consistent. Because many people I have notice that they want to achieve something different but you also got to get out of your comfort zone mm -hmm. but you don't have to do such big big steps this is why a lot of people stop because it's too difficult so yeah. what i recommend to people is start slowly gently and step by step like baby steps right but do it consistently so your body your brain you know i I teach this or I recommend this to people that in, in successful life, 95% is all about your mindset and 5% is your strategies. So you can get all the strategies out there, but you've got to do it first in your mindset. You've got to pre-program that and start with understanding that it's okay to take small, tiny baby step every day. Yeah. I, tell us more about that. The baby step. <laughs> yes. Like, what does that, what does that look like? What does that mean to you? Um, so for example, one of the great example I can give you really, I wasn't really good reading book by all honesty. And <laughs> everyone who knows me before they could see me for the first two pages, I could fall asleep. And then I realized that when I decided to make a huge change and transformation in my life, I just got to be committed. But one thing I found out is that I've got to find what it interests me to read a book. Mm -hmm. And then when I found out that it was all about personal development, human behaviors and all of that, I started to collect book and uh, I started first to two minutes Two minutes every day. If not every day, actually every other day, two minutes. If it's too much, two minutes, then one minute, you know. <laughs> uh, but for my case, I started two minutes and then it incremented to five minutes until I don't, 
exceed much. So I allow myself even up until now 20 minutes a day, it has to be every day for me. But for many people, if you're not a good reader, I mean, you don't like reading, but you want to transform your life. Reading, I would say, is really vital because it really feeds you a lot of information. It will also shift your perspective in life. So what you can do is just experiment what kind of books that you really want to read that will help you grow. And then collect with that. So up until that you have collected, the first thing that you can do maybe is that telling to yourself that, I'm going to read book. I'm going to read book. Do that for maybe two weeks. And then after that, you're going to give yourself opening the book. Opening the book. Just, you know, feeling the book. Doing that for another two weeks. And then now, you know what? Your, your brain is already starting to program that. Oh, yeah. You remember, we have to feel the book. Your brain will, will your mind will tell you so. And then you increase. Mm. Because the moment that you have that alignment with yourself that you want to change and you given yourself a permission to shift, your body will also support you on that or your brain will support you. The challenge is that our old self, very stubborn. Oh, yes. <laughs> this, this is why. <laughs> this, this is, is why. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> this is why replacing the old habit little by little is more important than changing big time mm. because that will give the brain a slowly a message, a signal. Oh, we're changing. We're changing. And then you can speak to your yeah. brain that, you know, listen, we want to change, right? So help me out here. I know you want to protect me. Our mind would like to protect us. This is why they want us to, to be in a comfortable or familiar, but I can guarantee you the more that you practice to speak with your brain or mind nicely, the more that it will support you back. But just so you know, it will take time, but you can do it. You can. And you gave such an awesome example of, you know, setting that timer and doing it every single day. And I really liked how you viewed uh, the pick a book that and a subject that really enlivens you you know like what do you enjoy yeah and you know because then it's going to make it enjoyable you know more so when you're starting and beginning a new habit something that you really want to change and recreate in your world and I want to go back a little bit too because it's on my mind you're mm -hmm. uh, you know how um you know you left your country you moved out of country it wasn't just <laughs> nearby and, you know, it was, it was a bigger thing, but what I enjoy about you is you really are this traveler and you really are, you know, excited about getting out there and exploring your world. And I think there's so much to that creative aspect of where yeah. it, it really helps, um, you know, change your brain also to new possibilities that are yeah. ahead because let me right now you're in, you know, Southern California. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. And, you, you know, tell us again where your country is. You're, you're off to another place after this, Singapore? Yes. Yeah. So you're, you're definitely a traveler, and that's exciting to me. And I just am curious of what you think the importance of that is. Um, that's a very good question. Um, basically, you know, what most of us forget or forgot is to stay playful. Mm. You know, yeah. you can see the comparison, how many adults really feel jealous with the kids. Like, oh, I wish I could be kids. But the fact that you chose to be so serious in life, you have a choice that you can still be playful. You can still be explorers you can still be as adventurous but you know this time it's actually more gifted for you that you are more aware that okay what can I do to make my my life still fully happening abundance is following that magic 
Well, Cindy, let's move into this a little bit. If if you're open to sharing, but you you've told talked to me a little bit, and I would love to talk to the audience about this because I know that there are so many people that can relate with you. And having the choice or not being able to have children in their lives. And so how you deal with that and how, like you're talking about, you know, being playful still and, and what can you do to embody that childlike essence? Yeah, I think, um, we just have to remind ourselves that Every day, we're given the opportunity to live. We felt that we are entitled to live every day, but in fact, this is a gift for us. And we can do so many things within our control. And that's the power that setting a goal or setting an awareness with yourself every day. Mm-hmm. Start with gratitude. What are you grateful for? You know? And... Most of us, I don't know, I mean, in my opinion, in my experience, most of us have already forgotten to, to notice the, the graceful of life, you know, being gra- graceful or um, gratitude of living a life. We thought that we have all this 60, 75 years of, of, of life that we can have, but in fact, if you just use that or bring that awareness to yourself that I would like to, I would love to be more abundant in my life. And I have a choice to make on that. And it's okay. It's okay to choose whatever life you want to have for as long as you're happy, you're fulfilled with that. And we are so conditioned with our society. And this is why I don't know if you have watched this. Uh, Don't worry, darling, uh, April, but it's a it's it's a very i don't know psychological movie where it actually talked about the real story about our life that many of us chose to be in a conditional life because we are happy that we think we are happy with the external stuff that you might have all the big houses big cars whatever you name it from the external but you deep inside of you, you're empty. But you chose to be that way because you are conditioned by the society's happiness. And mm-hmm. you have this regret when you reach at the age of whatever that is. And you said to yourself that I wish. Why wait? Right? Why wait? Where, where, where you can do it now. What did, you, what did you say the name title of that movie was? Don't worry, darling. Don't worry, darling. I got to... Um, what I really loved about what you said is the gratitude factor and, you know, reminding yourself if there's something in your life that you, that you don't have, that you wish you had or what have you, it's so vital to bring up that gratitude aspect because there's so much more of living And so thank you for, for sharing that part of you. I know that, you know, that's not always easy. So let's go into another commercial. When we come back, I'm excited to share some of your family photos and we'll get into that. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. Stay tuned. Hello, everyone. I am Kim Jacobs, the host of The Kim Jacobs Show, and you all know who's right here with me, Dr. Les Brown. How are you, Dr. Brown? I'm blessed and highly favored. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the time you want to give yourself a competitive edge. If you got a message, you have some knowledge or experience, a story, or if you want to do something adventurous and exciting with your life that can increase your credibility, expose you to millions of people, I'm encouraging you to have your own talk show. I used to have a talk show. That one talk show catapulted me to another level. Now there are more people watching the internet, as you are aware, than television. Yes. Come on, somebody. That's right. Dr. Kim Jacobs, she trained people on how to have their own talk show. She will train you how to do that. 
And now with me working, partnering with her, now you have the combination of an audience, expansive audience. We have over 4 million people in all of our platforms and the coaching you need to grow your business, to grow your multi-level marketing organization, to draw more attention to yourself in this noisy economy. Go ahead, Kim. So in the training that I do, Les, I actually do a six-week training. It's one hour per week. And each week I meet with the individuals one-on-one. -on -one. We go through and we talk about all of the things that's necessary for a show to become a reality. We go from how to actually identify your focus area, what's going to be your ideal customer that's going to be tuning in. We'll talk about how to get guests, how to get sponsorship, how to go about getting your lighting, your branding, and your banners, and everything that you need to know. And guess what, Les? They right. own their own content at the end of the day. And that's exciting. Now, if you're ready to, to, to create a shift in your business and in your life and increase your cash flow, I want you to go to KimJacobsConsulting.com. It's right there on the screen. KimJacobsConsulting.com. You know, people say opportunity knocks on every door. Right. No. Opportunity stands by silently waiting for you to recognize it. So I want you to recognize that this is a time for you. This is an incredible time to have your own talk show. It establishes a level of credibility. Yes. And by being exposed to people on a regular basis, it allows you to strategically begin to impact and attract your audience. She can take you in a place in yourself that you can't go by yourself. So go to Kim Jacobs consulting.com. That's Kim Jacobs consulting.com. Did I say Kim Jacobs consulting.com? Yes, you did. Very good. Make sure you go there and sign up for the coaching. And we're looking forward to working with you. You have something special. You have greatness within you. That's my story. And that's Kim's story. And we're sticking to it. Bye for now. Bye-bye. I love Les Brown. <laughs> Yes, uh, always, always puts a smile on the face. And Kim Jacobs is amazing. I cannot speak highly enough about her. And, you know, obviously being coached by Les Brown himself, she's an incredible human being. So let's get back to this, Cindy Marie. Um, I am excited to jump into this photo album. You have some beautiful photos to share. This photograph is of you. Yes. And why don't you start telling us about what we see here? Well, this is actually uh, the beginning of putting myself out there more with, um, I want to be like really me. You know, I remember the photographer asked me, well, can you do like this? Can you do more serious? And I'm like, that's not me. I want to show my me. <laughs> so he... He even um, suggested, okay, that's fine, and uh, just smile. And then he found out that, okay, the, what do you call this, impromptu. Like, uh, he will say that, oh, you actually know how to pose. You actually how, know how to smile. I said, no, I just feel comfortable. I just, I just want to make sure that these photos will be coming out natural as possible because that's my intention i don't want to see like you know there's a there's a position that i have to work on and people would see that you know when you're too stiff with your position and uh, this is one of my favorite uh, photos that he took actually and this is i think also one of my photos for my uh, website and for my podcast as well it is as it should be it is beautiful and it's very authentic in the way that you're showing up thank you Oh, tell me about this photo. We've got a <laughs> lot of people here. Well, yeah, you can see it's it's back 2010. So these are my family. Uh, the one at the corner, I mean, on your on, on, on our right will be my eldest brother. And then my uh, late auntie, Tita Eya, and then my mom, and then my uh, sister-in-law, and then my nephews and nieces. Oh, they're so cute. Well, they're all big now. <laughs> and then my second brother and behind will be in pink shirt will be my eldest sister. And the next one will be my second sister. And that's obviously me. And then the last one will be uh, my another sister-in-law with their son that 
unfortunately recently passed away. Oh my gosh, so young too. Yes, yes. he died uh, at the age of 13, I think, or 14, somewhere there. Oh my goodness, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, okay. You do come from a big family, so it's lovely to see this aspect. Tell me about this picture. This is fun. <laughs> yes. Um, whenever I visited, so this time I was with my husband, and I always want to make sure that I will see them and I will treat them somewhere. And so we were renting an apartment in, in Manila in a big city. And so we have, um, we just had, I think, lunch here. And then I said, okay, let's, you know, let's be goofy. Let's have fun and just smile and look at my uh, niece, Ella, with a blue lipstick there <laughs> facing <laughs> in, the, in the mirror. And uh, there's another one, my another auntie. This is why I included this photo. Um, he, I mean, he al she also passed away. I mean, 2000. 2018 i think this is this was during pandemic but i i love her to to death i mean she's amazing and yeah i i you know when i'm with my family it's just amazing feeling i feel re-energized and they are always my source of energy to keep moving forward but at the same time also reminding me that um you've got to do something different so you will not be on the same position as uh my, they're my inspiration in a good way. Oh, I like how you said that. I like how you said that. Thank you. And this is my husband's uh, father in the middle, and that's his partner. So we. this is in uh, Bulgaria. So that uh, the food that you can see that was a traditional food, uh, one is the banitsa. It's a apple, no, cheese pie, the more savory one and i forgot the other one but it's basically covered or wrapped in uh in the grape uh grape leaves? Grape leaves yeah with the yeah. uh, rice and some ground 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 meat inside so oh, yeah that sounds yummy and yes. and you all look very jolly <laughs> <laughs> yeah i love to i love to always put some accessories whenever there's a holidays because i feel like yeah, there's always creativity within me. And uh, this, uh, I think this is the last photo, I think. Um, this is uh, with my mother-in-law. So this is my husband's uh, mom. So this is in Valencia in Spain. This is uh, on the 26th or 25th of December. As you can see, it's still winter. And we thought that, you know, uh, let's go and visit the zoo. Uh, because it's going to be less people. It's not as good weather, but let's just get out of a house and spend time together. Oh, I like that. Bundle up. And, and I like when there's less people too. So, and not last picture, you do have a few <laughs> more. This is you and the hubby. Yes, it was in Manila. Um, this was uh, first or second visit when I was with him. Yeah, so we, we explore uh, Manila area, the tourist attraction, and um, it's, all, it's both first time for both of us. And um, I love this photo because, I mean, I love simplicity and it always goes back to how you feel inside. And yeah. Oh, and this is one of my favorites, personally. Oh. Tell, me where, <laughs> tell me where this was, too. This is in uh, Yastrebets in Bulgaria. It's amazing place. I'm so happy we did that uh, wedding. And actually, you know what? It happened in October 20, 2018 yeah, or 19. And that was already in the beginning of pandemic, right? Without we knowing it. <laughs> and here we are, we're celebrating. And we were so grateful because after that, all the traveling stopped. Yeah. In Europe. So this actually, um, as you can see, this is the family of um, my husband's sister. So the sister in the middle of the kids. So her name is uh, uh, the, 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 the son will be Victor. Um, oh, gosh. Alex and then Romain and uh, Svetla. Put so, on, put it on, put it on the spot, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. You know, and, and yeah, perfect timing. If this was pre-pandemic right before, and it looks like you had an absolute beautiful wedding in a beautiful location. That's, yes. that's incredible. Good for you. And this is the final photo of you. I chose this as last because I really enjoyed this as well. Tell me about it. Yeah, I think um, this is a, that photographer was telling me, just uh, be yourself and write down something. And then when, when he will call my name, just look up. And so... Um, yeah, so this is when I saw this, as you can see, I don't know if you would feel and notice it. I just love being simple, but at the same time, there's a power inside of you that this simple girl, you know, when she owned her power, she can mm -hmm. do a lot of things and she really hopeful that it will empower people's lives. And yeah, so stepping out of my big comfort zone. I believe that's, that's a big part of why I enjoyed the photo. And I love how you described that. It's being empowered, stepping out of your comfort zone. So I want to make sure that our audience knows how to get in touch with you. And you can find Cindy Marie at www.cindymarie.net. And as we come to a close today, um, let me know, to let our audience know what, what else that you want to share with us today. What is it that you're doing in the world? What's next for you? Thank you for that opportunity, April. And I really enjoy this conversation, truly. Um, what's next for me? I think, uh, as I've always said to myself, I'm bringing myself more out there, like what I'm doing now with April. Uh, to share my story, to share my my story, basically, and to let people know that someone like me could be also someone like you, that mm. if you feel that you have been belittled in the entire life and you feel like you don't have a choice to make, I would like to let you know that you have a choice to make. And it can be really tough to get out of that zone, but if you get out of that zone slowly, but gently, I can guarantee you, you have more opportunities and possibilities waiting for you out of that comfort zone. So I want to empower you that I hope that this story of mine brings so much power to believe in yourself because it's really starting in believing yourself. And that's, that's pretty much my calling is to empower you to start and believing in yourself slowly because eventually that power will help you to really unlock your potential. So I hope that this conversation of mine with April has been valuable and helpful for you. Mm, beautiful, yeah. incredible, and I love it. And tell me, Cindy Marie, and maybe maybe it's just something I fell upon, but are you partnering with others to, to make some changes and an impact in the world? That's a very good question because uh, that's the intention of bringing out myself into more public. It's because I really want to collaborate with people who are in the same journey as I do. Um, doesn't have to be as bold as I do, but really in the stepping stone of making a difference, making an impact. Uh, so if you are in the same journey as I do and you would like to take that journey with someone who you see as resonate with your story, give me a call or give me a, give me a message or send me a message or you can follow me on my social media. And for those people who would like to experience my coaching based on my story, you can reach out or you can log into my website, cindymarie.net, and we can definitely hop on a call and see if uh, we can jive in a coaching session. And of course, for Empower Your Life, you know, if you resonate with the mission and purpose that I'm having, just like April, you drop me a message, you connect with me and uh, get to know one another and you can be the guest of my Empower Your Life show. And lastly, if you're looking or if you feel that I could empower your, your events, your webinars or anything, you could reach out to me as your lovely and 
gently or a humble speaker for your uh, show. So that's it. Oh, you are doing wonderful things, Cindy Marie. And um, I really enjoyed looking at your website and learning more about you. You definitely are making an impact and you definitely are doing that just by being here on the Wellness Driven Life Show. And we are so honored to have you and to share your story and light in the world. Thank you very much. So I want to remind our audience, you're so welcome. You're so welcome. I want to remind our audience that they can reach you. um, And there's going to be even more information in the description below. I always have jam packed full of what this broadcast is about. And as always, our show is here with your generous contributions. We wouldn't be here without you and we wouldn't be here Uh, to have these amazing stories and people on here to share what they're doing in the world. You can donate with the Wellness Driven Life Show in numerous ways. And really, when you go to the website, www.thewellnessdrivenlifeshow.com, when you donate there, you are left with this beautiful email that you can keep for your records. So I want to thank our audience again and thank Cindy Marie for being here on the Wellness Driven Life Show. Thank you. Thank you. Such an honor. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. And so uh, we are going to say goodbye for now. And it's a pleasure to have you. And we will see you tomorrow. Give it to me like... (laughs)